A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Thursday, February 25th. Plans have been under discussion for years to add a third lane in each direction on Route 17 between Central Valley and Monticello. But aside from $2 million appropriated by U.S. Senator Charles Schumer for an initial study, nothing has happened. Several business and community leaders formed the Ad Hoc Committee 17 Forward 86 over a year ago to lobby for the project. And despite economic setbacks caused by the pandemic, Orange County Partnership President Maureen Hallahan, a leader in the effort, believes the project will come to fruition. We've worked for years getting everyone from healthcare providers to school districts to local businesses all along 17th quarter to support it. Every municipality supports it going up the quarter, and I think it's going to happen. Also leading the effort are the Sullivan County Partnership and Orange County Citizens Foundation. State Assemblyman Jonathan Jacobson is calling on the state to establish permanent COVID-19 vaccination sites in the cities of Newburgh and Poughkeepsie and to simplify the state sign-up process that he called haphazard and frustrating. He said last month he called for a permanent government-run vaccination site in his district. Since then, the state established a pop-up site at the Newburgh Armory and another in Poughkeepsie. The pop-up sites are well and good, but residents need reliability and consistency, he said. The lawmaker said the cities of Newburgh and Poughkeepsie are two of the hardest hit in the area. Establishing permanent vaccination sites in those cities would go a long way to addressing the Newburgh microcluster and help the many black and Latino residents of both cities, he said, and help the many black and Latino residents of both cities who lack cars and who are being disproportionately impacted by COVID-19. Dutchess County Executive Mark Molinaro and Poughkeepsie Mayor Rob Rollison have announced an agreement in principle to have the county assume ownership of the former YMCA site at 35 Montgomery Street in that city and invest $25 million to build a new state-of-the-art youth opportunity center there. The Common Council must approve the property transfer for 10 bucks, which would pave the way for the county to bond to demolish the existing building and design and construct a new facility, says Rollison. This is a, a, a clear path forward. The, in our opinion, uh, the less complicated one to get this thing going. Assuming the Common Council approves the transfer, the county legislature would have to approve the bonding. In recent weeks, State Assemblyman Colin Schmidt, a Republican from New Windsor, has taken aim at Congressman Sean Patrick Maloney. He condemned the representative for his appointment of a convicted felon to a high-level Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee post and yesterday blasted Maloney for not criticizing fellow Democrat Governor Andrew Cuomo over what opponents say was the governor's seemingly criminal behavior over the placement of COVID-19 positive people in nursing homes. Schmidt's targeting of Maloney has raised the question of if he has his sights on a congressional run. People have been reaching out uh, about their concerns with their current representation. And um, let's just say I'm going to continue to do my role. And if I feel someone isn't doing their role, I'll be happy to uh, see if we need to replace them. Schmidt is in his second two-year term in the state assembly. An 84-year-old Mount Hope man shot his 70-year-old wife to death and then turned the gun on himself, taking his own life at mid-morning yesterday, state police said. Police received a call from Russell Claybrook of Mount Hope Road around 10.20 in the morning, claiming there was a burglary in progress. When troopers and Mount Hope police entered the home, 
They discovered a woman identified as Marsha Reitman Curry laying in bed dead. On the floor of the same room, James Russell Claybrook was found dead. Curry and Claybrook were married and lived in the same house. Both suffered from medical issues and appeared to be dealing from substantial pain, police said. In the wake of the recent cyber hacking attack on a Florida municipal water system, Middletown Public Works Commissioner Jacob Tawil says that city's system is secure. Tawil said the Middletown system is protected with extensive computer and security systems in place to prevent the potential for hacking. We have a private firm, a security firm, who's overseeing this, different from the city's firm uh, for the IT. And also we were audited by the state controller's office. They did very thorough, intrusive audit. Uh, they were very happy with our security uh, system for the cyber security and uh, the way to withstand hackers and the firewalls. Middletown's water system is fed through a series of reservoirs outside the city limits. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com.